Hey guys, welcome back. Welcome to the Where Are Join the Curls podcast. Now, this episode is extremely special to me because it is the 50th episode. As I am celebrating my 50th episode, I am also celebrating my one year sober. I made it through a whole year without one ounce of alcohol. And wow, I cannot thank you guys enough for allowing me the space, community, the love, the support. I take such pride in saying that I am not the person who I was when I started this podcast. I have grown so much. And with that statement, I want to lead you into this episode. I was recently listening to a podcast and Russell Brand states, In recovery, we recover the person who we are intended to be. And that's exactly what I've been doing since the start of this podcast. But a year ago, I was slowly stripped of everything that I thought I loved and needed. I was isolated from friends and family. My interests completely changed. I went from being the life of the party, the party animal, to having a 10 p.m. bedtime. I went from being a social butterfly to embracing, loving, and needing solitude. My craving for growth and knowledge deepened. I began questioning everything. My body and mind started putting up a big fight, winning all the small battles. And finally, liberating me and setting me free, connecting me to the real me. The biggest and most transformative change for me was giving up alcohol. So I'll start by answering the most asked question of the year. Why did I stop drinking? And here's the answer, an answer that is simple yet complex. I had to finally face the thing that I was most afraid of, and that was me. I had become sick of myself. I became extremely angry and upset with myself because time and time again, I would let myself down to please others, to give people the benefit of the doubt, to make others happy. I needed to prove to myself that I had my back. I needed to prove to myself that I truly loved myself by showing up for myself when I said I would. I needed to prove to myself that my relationship with myself is the most important one that I'll ever have because again, you constantly spend 24 hours a day seven days a week, 365 days a year, for how many years you've been alive with yourself. If I don't have my own back, how could I have expected anybody to have mine? If I didn't show up for myself and I don't show up for myself, how can I expect you to show up for me? If I don't respect and value myself, how can I expect you to respect and value me? I had to go to war against myself to prove to myself that I would come out in victory. And now if you've been tuning into my episodes and you're all caught up, then you know the story that I shared about the Dominican guy I briefly dated who bought me a flight to DR and then left me. If you haven't listened to it, go to episode where it says DR, un viaje sin boleto, which simply means a trip without a ticket, to listen to the full story. From that trip on, my life took a turn. I began working on myself more. I began showing up for myself more. I was aligned with who I was meant to become. I was really molding myself. Like this trip, I bragged about it because it has been top 
God sent trips that I've ever been on. I really needed that trip. I really needed that trip to connect with myself on the level that I did. And not only with myself, but with God and my loved ones. But during Feb 2022, I encountered him as we live in the same town. I had one drink, two drinks. I had way too many drinks and I fell back into his trap. Here I was back speaking to him. I went against all that I felt, believed, and knew by giving him a second chance. More like third. I deeply knew that he wasn't right for me. He's the opposite of all that I am, but also that he was everything that I wanted to leave behind because he mirrored all the ugly parts of who I was before. But I genuinely believe that this person was meant to show me my triggers and wounds. But I do have to briefly mention that I also triggered the shit out of him too. <laughs> Like, we signed the contract that we would just come here and trigger each other during this lifetime. I'm sure that I showed him a lot of ugly parts about himself as he showed me parts that I still needed healing. Anyways, a lot of the reasons why he triggered me was because in part, he reminded me so much of my dad. And not just emotionally, but physically as well. But during this trip, I had let him convince me to cancel my flight as he would take me to Punta Cana. And he did keep his promise. I had to fight him a bit for it, but we took a road trip there. And everything seemed smooth and sweet. But as we're almost nearing Punta Cana, he started bringing up the past, blaming me for him walking away. For him becoming jealous at the fact that despite him being the one who left me, I started seeing someone at that time. And that wasn't even the worst part. I can understand jealousy. The worst part is that it didn't stop there. In the hotel room, under the influence of alcohol, he became a bit aggressive. He slammed his phone, just missing me by a few inches, shattering his screen. He became this different person. He attempted to degrade me with his words, but like his screen, they slid right off me. And that was part of the problem. That because I understood that he was hurt, I didn't take it personal. I didn't fight back. Or I didn't become angry enough to defend myself. I actually felt sorry for him. But I'll fast forward a few months and I and although I won't explain the exact event that led me to give up alcohol right now, just know that it was a traumatizing one, but it was needed for my rebirth. And the beautiful thing about rebirth and spiritual awakenings is that you experience multiple across your life. But this night, he asked me something along the lines of, think of think about what got you to this point. How did you get here? And I knew that the universe was just using his body to deliver the message that this message wasn't even coming from him and it was then that i realized that i had ran a 15 mile race of personal growth and development only to have to be sent back to the start line after that day i woke up with more power light and energy than i have ever had but i realized that i had taken myself to a place that i shouldn't have been because i had the awareness the tools and the knowledge I want to wrap that up by saying that we often get caught up in the what people did to us that we completely missed the lesson and the real reason why they were presented to us in this life. I needed him. I needed all of that. I needed him to leave me. I needed to experience all that I did with him in order for me to be able to sit here with you and tell you that, wow, and I got goosebumps, that I am operating at 100% of a woman that I could have never even dreamed of becoming. That I needed him to push me, to push the shit out of me, out of my comfort zone. I needed to feel what I went through with him in order to like get into the deep stuff and the deep work because I was just at surface level. 
And I say that with the open heart of knowing that I forgive him. I forgive him for everything that we went through. I forgive him for all the lies, all the hurt, all the pain. He got me to where I needed to be in order for my journey to kick off. And I say that to say that you can forgive people while still choosing to walk away and not having them in your life. I have forgiven him. I completely understand why we went through everything that we did. That doesn't mean that me and him have to be texting. That doesn't mean that me and him have to be in communication. I forgave him, but he is no longer a part of my life. He is no longer a part of this season of my life. So in the course of this year, me giving up alcohol, I became highly aware. And I wanna share with you a few things that I've learned or that I've experienced. So one, drunk you is not your true self. You shouldn't need alcohol to let loose. You shouldn't need alcohol to make you feel less anxious around people. You should not need alcohol to dance on the table. You should not need alcohol to book a flight. You should not need alcohol to interact with people. Because if you can't interact with them while sober, that means that you have to get deep and dig deep as to why certain things make you feel insecure make you feel uncomfortable, make you feel like you have no control of yourself, that you need a substance to let go. Alcohol is just used as a vehicle to escape the reality. And I need you to ask yourself, what are you trying to escape from? Because that's what I had to ask myself. And the answer was simple. I was trying to escape my thoughts. I was trying to escape from dealing with the bullshit that I put myself through. I was trying to escape from all my bad choices. And I was trying to escape life. I've also learned that just as alcohol can make you more social, it can also cloud your thought pattern and make you operate life from a place of ego and pain. During the course of this year, I can count the amount of arguments or disagreements that I have had with people with both hands. And that is highly impressive because people could no longer trigger me. And when they did, I immediately went into reflection. What do I need to learn from this? What is this trying to teach me? Are they projecting? And I also was able to speak to myself through it. Don't take this personal. This is not a reflection of you. This is a reflection of them. Whether as before, my ego always needed to be right. It always needed to defend itself. It always needed to unhealthily express itself. During this last year, I've been able to healthily express myself and communicate exactly how I'm feeling without having to curse people out, without having to argue back. I can hear people's point of views and not think that I need to defend my point of view. No, it's you have your point of view, I have mine. Let's come together and let's understand each other. And that has just liberated me to a whole different level. And speaking of projection, not taking things personal leads me to my next lesson. Giving up alcohol and being sober allowed me to see how people really project their insecurities onto us as they will also project their fears. The amount of times that I had to repeat myself as to why I stopped drinking and people automatically went into judgment. They assumed that I was either one pregnant, two had went through a traumatizing experience while under the influence. And while this traumatizing event that I speak of, I wasn't under the influence at that time. But I felt like I needed to punish myself. I felt like in order for me to really learn the value of self-love, I had to give up what was holding me back. I could not function at my best self while being under the influence. And yes, it might work for you. You might be able to do all the things that you need to do for yourself and you might be able to show up for yourself, but I could not. 
like I was becoming a gym head and I couldn't function. I couldn't go drink and then wake up and lift weights. Like that was not working out for me because I'm like, I'll get to the gym and I'm like, yeah, I'm about to throw this whole weight on me. But also like I was throwing up a lot. Like I don't have any tolerance for alcohol. So I was drinking one and a half drinks, if that. And then I had to go to the bathroom and make myself throw up. Like it was just really bad on my body. And again, I needed to show up for myself. I couldn't do the things that I do for myself now while drinking alcohol. And again, if it works for you, great. It wasn't working for me. So I chose me. That is why I gave up alcohol because I knew that I needed to really mold myself. I really needed to build that connection with with me and my higher self. That I needed to close a gap of who I was to who I wanted to become. And sadly, alcohol was not it for me. I've learned that my truth is not a condemnation of anybody else's. Just because I stopped drinking, just because I stopped doing certain things, doesn't mean that you have to do so. But people internalized that and people took it personal when I said I gave up drinking. They took it personal because they realized that they couldn't challenge themselves to do the same thing. So instead, they try to shit on me. But it backfired because when you're sober, you're like, nah, baby, I'm good. I don't need that. I realized that I was often looking for excuses as to why I couldn't do things. And it wasn't until I gave up alcohol and a month, two months, three months, six months, all my vacations, all my dates, all my outings had no alcohol was that I realized that I could do this. But I, all, but I would always tell myself that I couldn't, that it was hard for me to give it up. In the process of me giving up alcohol, I also gave up meat. And if you know anything about Dominican culture, we are big on alcohol and meat. And before I used to tell myself like, I can't do this, I can't give it up. Like, how am I gonna give it up? What am I gonna eat rice with? What am I gonna eat this with? And I promise you, once I gave it up, I truly felt aligned with my body. Like I felt like this was what my body had been asking me for, for years. But I just convinced myself that I couldn't give it up because culturally it was hard to do so. I realized that we're all addicts. We're all addicted to something. We say it's just one drink. We say it's just one coffee, one last meeting with our ex, a few more minutes on Instagram, which turns to hours wasted, one more workout, one more pair of jeans and sneakers that we don't need. We say it's one more while all we're trying to do is hide behind something. I learned that the reason why we don't call ourselves alcoholics or we don't realize that there is a problem is because when we think of alcoholic or alcoholism, we think of somebody passed out drunk somewhere or someone hiding vodka and orange juice on their container on their way to work. So we fail to realize that we have become addicted to numb our pain, to fill up the void that we have. And again, just because we don't feel just because we don't fit in that criteria doesn't mean that it's not affecting us doesn't mean that we don't have a problem being sober allows you to feel everything oh god like it really allows you to feel everything directly all at once you feel pain you feel joy you feel ecstasy you feel happiness you feel peace every single emotion you feel it times a thousand because you are sober you are in the moment it allows you to look into people's souls allows you to understand why people are the way that they are it allows you to see behind the trauma the pain the guilt the shame the smile the laugh it makes you come close to somebody's soul because you no longer have some something blocking your reality when you're sober another thing that i learned is that when you're sober you feel more disconnected from people because you realize that what held your friendship together no longer exists you realize that your conversations were so shallow they were focused on ego and insecurities. 
When you're sober, you connect with people who you truly align with and with people who mirror who you really want to be. But this is the downside to it too, or it could be seen as a downside. When you start operating at a high frequency, people functioning at lower ones than you will be slowly pulled away. And that's when you start questioning because the road gets so lonely. But I promise you, it is worth it. The journey of discovering yourself is highly worth it. And let me rephrase that. It's not that it gets lonely. It's just that you start pulling away from everybody at such a fast rate that you're like, yo, what the fuck is going on? Like, I literally have like five friends and two of them include my sisters. So technically I got like three and I'm generally okay with that because I realized that I had all these people surrounding me that I wasn't even happy to be around with, that we just bonded over alcohol or that I would just call up because I needed a distraction. So now my outings are very intentional. I hang out with the same people. Like these are my fucking best friends. These are my soulmates. These are my, these are part of my soul group. And it's like everybody else is like, yes, I have love for you. Yes, we connected before, but you're more like an acquaintance. You don't know this new version of me. And I promise you, if you haven't seen me in a few weeks, a few months, you don't know me. And that's okay. Like, I genuinely believe that, again, we're all in each other's lives for a reason, for a season. And when it ends, it ends. And that's okay. In the process of walking this and doing most of this work alone is that I have come to embrace my solitude. Like, I was telling my friend the other day, I'm like, yo, you need to come smack me because, like, I've become so great at being in my solitude i have come to love it so much that i'm i've been canceling like all outings left and right and i'm like no like cancel 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 or like i really have to talk myself into doing things because now i'm just like no like i just want to be home i just want to be home reading i just want to be home by myself like i just want to be in my space in my little bubble and again when you're putting in the work it might seem lonely at first but you're going to get through this. Laza, you shouldn't stay with people just because you have a past together. And that goes back to this. A lot of the people who we hold on to, a lot of the people that we hang out with, we are all trauma bonding. We meet up at bars and restaurants just to get away from our pain. And I really want you to reevaluate your friendships. So ask yourself, what do you guys talk about when you meet up with your friends? Like, are you constantly just talking about other people talking about the same boy problems same relationship problems that you've been in for the last six months the last year are you putting other people down because if you are you're hanging around with the wrong people and that is why i skip out on most honest because i'm like you're not about to get me out of my house so that i can hear you talk shit about somebody else's life because again at the because at the end of the day we all do whatever the fuck we want with our own life we do whatever we please and that's how it should be it shouldn't be that we're constantly judging other people because we lack something so if your group is not talking about real big life goals and how to get there and talking deep conversations learning and pushing each other and getting each other out of each other's comfort zone then you my friend have the wrong group of friends and I'm gonna tell you what I always tell my little sister because she has the same people always calling her to vent to her about different problems, the same problems. You are not a paid therapist. Get your friends some therapy and hear me out before you come and attack me. You and your friends should not be dealing with the same situations over and over again. People should not be calling you about problems every single day. You have a life. 
take care of it protect your mental peace protect your mental health that is so important and actually i want to end it with this being sober has allowed me to really feel out people's energies and see their late their level of hatred or jealousy towards me which i didn't really catch on to it before because again i was out drinking just trying to have a good time there are people in your circle who hate you for you just being you for the way that you show up for the way that people love you and that shit is real there are certain people who will never comment under your pictures there are certain people who will constantly throw shade at you and try to make you feel bad about yourself there are people that won't support what you do just because it's you doing it there are people who can't repost what you post because they've talked so much shit about you. But the real one is, have you noticed how after you leave certain people, you feel drained, you feel tired, you feel unmotivated, you feel sluggish? That's not because you've had a long day. That's not because of the alcohol. Or it could be too, but it's because these people are actually draining your energy. These are not your friends. These are not your friends. And now I want to shift this to one of the 12 steps of Alcoholics Anonymous, which is the step number one. It says, we admitted we were powerless over alcohol, that our lives had become unmanageable. And I want you to examine the unmanageable part. Because this does not mean that you black out all the time, that you don't show up for work, that you don't know how to entirely function. The unmanageable part is also emotional. You don't know how to manage your emotions, so you drink. You have social anxiety, so you drink. You had a bad day, so you drink. You suppress your feelings by spending most of your time drinking, that you cover up your inner wounds. You try to fill up the voids by drinking, and then you're gonna realize that you cannot outrun your void, you cannot outrun your inner wounds. You try to cover up these parts of your life and self that you don't know how to manage by turning into alcohol. And you can enter whatever addiction you have here. This, is, this doesn't only pertain to alcohol. Like, I don't know if you've experienced this too, but I have had friends in the past where they wouldn't attend certain restaurants because they didn't sell hookah, shisha, however you guys want to call it. I've had friends turn down events because of that, because they couldn't come in with any substance. I've had people stop in the middle of an event and just go outside to either charge their little vape or go buy more liquid. But I want to say that you have to realize that you have a problem. Whatever that problem looks like to you and for you. You have to admit that you have a problem. Ask yourself, what length are you willing to go for yourself? What are you running from? Why are you trying to run from reality? And in the midst of change, however you want to transform or whatever you think you need to let go of or add more of in your life, I want you to know that people won't encourage your lifestyle change. People won't support you. People won't clap for you. People will try to discourage you. But guess what? You're not doing it for them. You're doing it for yourself. You must keep going. You must keep fighting. And to everyone and everything that I lost this year, if it's you versus I, I will still choose me. Thank you guys so much for tuning in. Until next time.